Episode 239, oh COVID tree, oh COVID tree, how much I'm sick of thee. It's Wednesday, December 21st, 2021, one day of the uh, post-winter solstice celebration. We're exhausted here. It's time to laugh, drink, and feed the Dumbo octopus. This is the Paul Truesdell Podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truesdell. Oh. Well, I'm kind of a little bit uh, exhausted from uh, yesterday in the celebration of the winter solstice. We went ahead and had a pizza from Marco's, and I had a beer, the third or fourth beer I've had this year. And so I have carved out, and I was utterly, totally exhausted, and I don't normally do that. Listen to Dumbo Octopus. This is a favorite of Roscoe's. Yeah. Yeah, Roscoe likes the Dumbo Octopus. It's an umbrella little octopus. It's found all around the world. The name comes from Disney's Dumbo character because it has little ears, kind of like the movie, and uh, it's kind of a cute little thing. Uh, It has a very fancy name, which there's no way in the world I'm going to even try to pronounce. And old Dumbo, he's got 15 cousins and species, all of whom live about three to five years. That's kind of long because the guy lives 3,000 to 7,000 feet below the surface of the ocean. That is something else. I mean, wow. Yes. He he controls his world. Listen, now, when those little Dumbos, they, uh, you know, get a little horny, they got an extra arm, and they uh, say they want to do a little ding-a-ling-a-ring with the uh, female Dumbo. They uh, stick it to it. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. These guys breed year-round. They breed year-round. They're just like humans. But the female Dumbo, she has an onboard refrigerator. Yes, she has an onboard refrigerator. Dumbo females, they can store their partner's little baby-making goo until they're ready to have a little a little dumbo. I like that. That's kind of cool. They can kind of hang around and say, okay, well, it's time to, time to you know, cook it up and, and make another one. So as with earthlings, the female dumbos, well, they have the right to choose. Kind of cool. I would say that is absolutely... Um, says as cool as the uh, 21st day of the 21st year of the 21st century, which was the winter solstice yesterday. So what do you say, Roscoe, we get started? Yeah. Got a couple of things I want to share with you, and one is the following. I just heard from a friend in New York City today who did that last week. This is someone with three shots and has had prior COVID. So he's about as immune as you can get, and he felt badly yesterday, tested himself this morning, and is positive. So apparently uh, President uh, Poopy Pants wants us to all uh, you know, constantly get tested and uh, he's going to send out the military and, and uh, we're going to have uh, military driving school buses, military that uh, will be helping in manufacturing, military that will be... Has anybody ever thought that maybe the military is uh, getting a little bit too much involved in domestic uh, things? Dumb as a rock, overrated, way over their heads, wacko and incompetent. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of concerned about that. It's uh, something we should be talking about. You do 
do remember that we were going to have herd immunity and that this was going to be fine. But, you know, it is what it is, what it is. A lot of people are getting kind of tired of being jabbed all day long. Tired of uh, being jerked around. And we're kind of jerked around of being told all the different things that we have to do. And, well, I want to talk a little bit more about that. Okay, with that, Brian, what have you got to say about uh, current events in, uh, oh, with uh, Poopy Pants and uh, Chicago? The Biden administration is preparing to distribute 500 million free at-home COVID-19 testing kits to Americans and deploy military doctors and nurses to overburdened hospitals this winter, as the Omicron variant becomes the dominant form of the virus in the U.S. Now, always remember, never forget, I'm not, we're not taking sides in this thing. You know, we are absolutely, you know, I'm a forecaster. I use numbers. I I look at the facts and figures and and I I get it. Everybody has the right to an opinion. Jim Cramer uh, would like to take certain people and lock them up and throw the key away. We'll talk about that in just a minute. But again, um, hmm, I thought we were going to beat this thing with vaccines. Just so you know, viruses mutate. They have always mutated. Common cold, AIDS, this stuff is among us. Some people have said, you know, this is like a living alien around us. And so what we have to do is have to understand that those who are hosts who have compromised systems will die. They may get very sick. But we're glossing over the details and just giving headlines. It's it's a meme-based society. And one of the things I was going to talk extensively today about with you was this meme-based society where everything is a headline. But instead, I thought I would cover a couple of these items. Let's continue uh, with Brian. His remarks came as the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said Omicron had overtaken the Delta variant of the coronavirus in the U.S., accounting for an estimated 73% of infections for the week ending December 18. So what I said is a fact. I said that viruses mutate, but they are not out there to kill every host, otherwise they would die as well. Okay, So they're a parasite and parasitical treatment. One of the things we had an extensive conversation in our office, one of these days we're going to share with you how we do investment management here by having in-depth discussions about things. What about, you know, again, once you're going to the hospital, it's too late. Okay, it is. What about the treatment before you go in? And this is why we, we talk about what's going on with Florida and other places and why some of these people who are so anti-treatment, okay, um, really killing people. Harris County Public Health in Texas on Tuesday reported the first known COVID-19 death in the county caused by the Omicron variant. But what we don't know are the details about the person that died. They give you headlines, but not intricate details. Meanwhile, in the city of Chicago, the number of people who have been shot and killed in December, as of Tuesday, the 21st, is 42. Now that's a headline, 42 people. Generally speaking, you know, if you if you had a school shooting where 42 children were killed, that would be news. But in Chicago, 42 people killed this month so far. Shot and killed, not a big deal. People are paying lip service to Chicago, almost as if you can see the racial uh, overtones with this because the media is not outraged over, well, what's going on there. The total number shot and wounded is 193. God, can you imagine being a cop in Chicago and there's 193 shootings so far this month? And for the year, the total thus far is 832 murders and 4,437 people shot. 4,000, almost 5,000 people shot, nearly 1,000 killed. It's more dangerous in Chicago than, well, Baghdad, Kabul, and many places that are, well, experiencing horrific fighting in Syria. The highest number in many decades. But it's not being called a pandemic of violence. 
violence. Instead, like we've here on the political talking head propaganda shows, nationwide violence is due to COVID frustration, not because of inherently bad people with low self-control, morals, ethics, or love of life. So you got a basic fundamental problem in the world. You know that, and I know people won't talk about it. In fact, even in my little podcast here, you have people who, you know, oh, we can't talk about I can't even listen to that because if I listen to it, I, I, I might get in trouble. The authorities might not like it. And what we're seeing is we're seeing more and more organized crime. People think of organized crime, we think of, well, you know, the Italian mafia, right? That's the only organized crime that we ever hear about. We don't hear about all the gangs that uh, from South America and Mexico and the drug gangs. We don't hear about that. But we also aren't hearing about all the gangs that are organized, organizing these, these amazing, blatant uh, robberies that are taking place all across the country in shopping malls, in high-end establishments. You know, again, everybody is afraid to call it the way it is, but if you're rich, you've got security, you've got walls, you've got cameras, and yet, you know, poor people, more working people, men and women who are, you know, concerned, got to take their guns away because, you know, shouldn't fight back. Austin police are still searching for the robbers. They say smashed and dashed at Barton Creek Mall last night. Okay, so just so you know, all across the nation, you're having malls that are being broken into and law enforcement is overloaded. We literally have men and women who you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, who are wearing a gun and a badge and they're basically saying, ah, we're going to be a little bit slower on the uptake because the local politicians have no balls. Escaped with jewelry from the Hellsburg Diamond Store and prompted an evacuation after people started calling 911 saying someone was firing shots. So here's the thing. Uh, there are some companies where they are diamond and jewelry stores and they primarily locate in shopping malls. I don't know about you, but I would never go to a shopping mall to get jewelry anymore. I would be concerned that you're minding your business and before you know it, the place could be completely overrun and you're screwed. Those reports were mistaken. Overnight, APD confirmed nobody ever fired a weapon. Rather, the sounds were the suspects beating the hardened glass inside of the store. So you got people beating the glass in the store and it sounds like shots fired and... Uh you know, of course, people flee. Call 911. And this morning, we're getting a look at the chaos inside the mall as it was happening. Nobody was hurt, though. But what has not been reported is all of the other thefts that were going on in all the other stores. And uh, yeah, wasn't good. Wasn't good at all. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, you think that the world is... Uh, Dumb as a rock, overrated, way over their heads, wacko and incompetent. And I've had people who have said to me, you know, Paul, I really enjoy what you're you're talking about. And again, not a lot of people are talking facts, not emotions, just facts. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for all the kind words that have come this way. But, it, you know, I and I also know that some of my listeners and some of my clients, they... Uh, tired of uh, being jerked around. They're tired of being jerked around. They've been jabbed so many damn times, it's not funny. So we talk talked a little bit about, you know, we've got to be tested on a real regular basis. Um, but if we're being tested, is it actually, you know, President Poopy Pants Biden wants us to get tested on a continuous daily basis and they're willing to put the military involved again? Um, hmm. Well, what about this? I want to refer to Dr. Fauci, who has mentioned a limited number of PCR tests don't catch the variant. 
Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. The, there is a limited number of tests that don't catch the variant. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. We gotta re- let's run that by again. That, that can't be the case. I want to refer to Dr. Fauci, who has mentioned a limited number of PCR tests don't catch the variant. So to what extent, in your view, is this reason for concern? So that alone, there, there is a little bit of a reason concern there, because as we've seen these reports of people testing negative, then going to a gathering, and they're, they're, they're winding up testing positive later on from the Omicron variant or for someone who said, hey, I tested negative, I should be okay. That is something that we're going to get more real-time data analysis of. But even if we look at testing, you know, Okay. Oh. What they're saying here is we got tests, but not all the tests are accurate. And one of the things you're going to hear in just a minute is that everybody is blaming in the media the fact that those who have developed a natural immunity to COVID still are spreaders because they haven't got vaccinated. They're responsible for everything. Remember that. That's the new mantra. Not a herd. We don't have herd immunity. It's not just the shot now that it's still, if you haven't gotten a a shot, the pixie dust, magic formula that was suddenly created overnight, the mRNA cure of all cure that we couldn't do for centuries, you're still responsible. You're taking multiple tests. You should say like, hey, I have a good chance of catching a positive test if I was exposed. But right now, Deirdre, we're looking at about 1.5, 1.7 million tests a day in the United States. With modeling's projected, we need to double, if not triple that amount as we head into a winter surge. Oh, I get it. I get it. Oh, no. Yep. No, no. This is really important. Oh. Here's the way it works. If you have fewer people getting shots, you know, because you you can only get a shot, what, every three months, four months? Maybe, you know, they can get it down to every month. But if you can get people to take tests every single day or week, the amount of money that, again, the pharmaceuticals and the test manufacturers can make will be... Oh, me, oh, my. Substantial. Never thought of that, did you? Nobody ever thought of that. And they're not talking about it. Yes. And that's, a, that's what you're hearing in the boardrooms of a lot of these companies that know that we are going to have a lot of tests coming up. It is what it is, what it is. Now, I mentioned earlier that you've got a guy by the name of Jim Cramer. I actually uh, used to enjoy listening to some of his stuff. He's not my cup of tea in any way, shape, or form. He screams and hollers and jumps around. Not my style. I like to have some fun, but here's a guy who, you know, it's an assault on all fronts. I don't care if you watch MTV. I don't care if you watch uh, financial news sites. I don't care if you turn on the TV and watch a commercial. It's the drumbeat just doesn't stop. Lord knows what happened if you didn't partake. But back then, anyone who refused to get vaccinated would get ratted out immediately because we knew that person could hurt other people. Okay, so I want you to know that, again, with Kramer, it's all about he wants people to basically rat out their family, friends, neighbors, relatives, and co-workers. And as you may or may not know, all across the country, this Christmas, people are like, it's, it's difficult sometimes to even have a Christmas or a birthday party the way people are thinking and behaving. It's, it's, it can be tough. One who refused to get vaccinated would get ratted out immediately because we knew that person could hurt other people. The commonweal was a, a commonweal. Now we're engaged in a similar struggle with COVID and Eisenhower would be aghast. We have immunocompromised. Eisenhower would be aghast. Eisenhower would be aghast. What a bunch of crap. How can this guy say something like that? Roscoe, uh, what do you think? I mean, yeah. should we basically rat him out the next time we catch him drunk and driving? Compromised people who are incubators for every variant to come. Okay, so there you go. Listen to that again. This is this is critical. No compromised people who are incubators for every variant to come. Okay, the people who are not vaccinated, who have had COVID, and there are 
many, many, many millions, hundreds of millions, if not a billion people worldwide, if not more, have had COVID, they've recovered, got the antibodies. And just so you know, for all of you who got the chicken pox like I did years ago, you have a lifetime immunity from chicken pox. We do know from, from genetic studies, it's not, it's not epilogical uh, memory. Uh, it is literally fact. It's genetic. It's a genetic change that passes to your children. Okay, But if you got the vaccine for chicken pox, it wears off after about 10 years. We know this for a fact, but nobody is talking about it. Nobody is talking about it. Walking around lawfully unvaccinated? That's psychotic. We have companies that have tried hard to get... So they're saying that those of us, for example, that had chicken pox are psychotic because we have an immunity. We should have, what, gotten the vaccine? Again, correlation is not necessarily causation, but if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, has feathers like a duck, might be a goose, could be a mallard, could be any form of duck. But you understand the point of this. These kinds of meme-based propaganda, Chinese water torture, you, you have to sit back and say, what is the purpose here? And the purpose is these people are... Uh, Dumb as a rock, overrated, way over their heads, wacko and incompetent. And, and you know, a lot of people are... Tired of uh, being jerked around. And I, I agree with all that. So let's continue with uh, Jimmy. People vaccinated and now backing down? We have governors who want to be president by grandstanding on a foolish state's right issue? The okay, whoa, whoa. <laughs> He's talking about DeSantis. He's talking about other people. And the 10th Amendment to the United States Constitution involves states' rights. I absolutely, unequivocally, beyond exclusion of every reasonable doubt, beg you to understand the history of the Confederation, not the Civil War, the Confederation of our 13 colonies, how we had an overthrow of our government and the creation of the federal government, a compromise when we had the U.S. Constitution. And I know that sounds strange to the ear, and some people will go like, I don't know if I actually buy that, but that's true. Uh, people don't want to really talk about that. But that's what actually happened. And Part of the debate between the Federalists and the Anti-Federalists was the fact that the Anti-Federalists wanted to have rights. And so the Ten Amendments, the Tenth the ten Amendments to the United States Constitution are really the result of those who were like, man, we're really concerned about the power of the federal government. We need to have these protections for individuals as well as for states. Let's continue on with uh, Dumbo Jimmy. Right to get sick and get other people sick. So it's time to admit that we have to go to war against COVID. Require vaccination universally. Have the military run it. If you there you go. I'm going to back this up a little bit. I want you to listen to what this guy is talking about. He is literally talking about he wants the military to go to war against people who have not been vaccinated. What does that mean? The military should only be used for two things, to kill people and to break things. And you do that in order to get forced compliance when you can't get along. We have companies that have tried hard to get people vaccinated and now backing down. We have governors who want to be president by grandstanding on a foolish state's right issue, the right to get sick and get other people sick. So it's time to admit that we have to go to war against COVID. Require vaccination universally. Have the military run it. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status in court. And even then, you need to help in the war effort by staying home until we finally beat this thing. Okay, but at the same time, at the same time, there are people who are making legitimate arguments about who is being used for the tests. Los Angeles County Sheriff Alex Villanueva said their department will not be working with a genetics firm for COVID-19 testing due to its links to China. China. 
Yes, here we go again. In a letter to the Los Angeles Board of Supervisors on Monday, Villanueva said the FBI informed him that Fulgent Genetics had strong ties to the Chinese Academy of Medical Sciences, which is controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. But we can't talk about that because we're all dumb as a rock, overrated, way over their heads, wacko, and incompetent. No, we aren't. Maybe they are. He wrote, "I was even more shocked to learn Fulgent made no attempt to disguise the fact they will use the genetic information obtained in future studies." According to Fulgent's website, they may disclose de-identified patient information for general research purposes with third parties like universities, hospitals, other laboratories, and commercial collaborations with private companies. Hmm. So let me see. I got a guy or gal running a major corporation, and they're being tested for COVID, and we can find out some of their other issues. And I find out, oh, maybe they are compromised with some type of a medical condition, and from a well business standpoint, from a military standpoint, from a political standpoint. Tired of uh, being jerked around. Oh, yeah. No, but that never happens. No, never happens. Villanueva said the department will continue using their current system and will not associate themselves to Fulgent. In a statement to Fox LA, the LA County supervisor said the county's contract with Fulgent prohibits disclosure of info without county's permission, but will take immediate action if there's a credible threat. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, we look at threat analysis here in my office. We have big glass boards on the walls, and that's one of the things we talk about. The threat analysis is everywhere. We go and dive deep on things that you would never think of. And that's how you manage money. It's not necessarily finding the best thing in the world. Sometimes it's about finding the things that aren't going to break. So with that, it's Christmas and we are ready to rock and roll. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm kind of ready for uh, Christmas because... Sometimes it gets depressing around here to see all the stupidity, as we talked about. Tired of uh, being jerked around. By the way, it's called Christmas, not a holiday season. Thank you. Thank you so much. thinking about doing a little Christmas medley on uh, Christmas, so uh, I'll get back with you and tell you if we're going to do that. These are all songs that we have rights to, and this is called, what is this one called? The Christmas Cheer. going down the mall, you want to get your uh, loved one a little jewelry, a little necklace, and you wind up in a mob. Well, before you go in the store, you got to take a PCR test or some kind of a test to see if you're positive. And if you're positive, there's going to be a guy in green with a gun to say, get out of here. And then you're going to have a guy by the name of Judge Kramer who's going to tell you to go to the gulag.
tired of uh, being jerked around. And so as a result, we're going to enjoy Christmas. We're not going to enjoy a holiday season. I hope you do the same thing. On behalf of everybody here at the uh, companies that we have, have a Merry Christmas. And we'll see you tomorrow, Thursday, December 23rd, 5 o'clock in the morning. We'll do this again. Let's play this out. Pretty cool, ladies and gentlemen. Pretty damn cool. And by the way, when we do this, it's a single take without edit. The Wrap-Up. This has been the Paul Truesdell Podcast. The Paul Truesdell Podcast is sponsored by nobody. Why? Because paid advertising chokes and corrupts free speech. Yeah. Bandwidth, production, and hosting for the Paul Truesdell Podcast provided by Fixed Cost Financial. The home of fixed cost investing a true fiduciary-based registered investment advisor and manager. Visit FixedCostFinancial.com. That's FixedCostFinancial.com.